I'm Greg Oliar. Four years ago, I stopped writing novels to report on the crimes of Donald Trump and his associates. In 2018, I wrote a best-selling book about it, Dirty Rubles. In 2019, I launched Prevail, a bi-weekly column about Trump and Putin, spies and mobsters, and so many traitors! Trump may be gone, but the damage he wrought will take years to fully understand. Join me and a revolving crew of contributors and guests as we try to make sense of it all. This is Prevail. Muller She Wrote is brought to you by our generous patrons. You can join them and help support women in podcasting for as little as $1 per month. And in return, you'll get access to bonus content, our weekly newsletter, and my show notes. Plus, this week we are introducing bonus episodes that are only available to subscribers. You also won't have to listen to ads like this one. All of that for as little as $1 per month. So please support us by visiting MullerSheWrote.com and clicking subscribe now. We are truly thankful for your support. Would you like to advertise your business on our podcast? You can reach thousands of amazing like-minded Mullerites. Just email us at hello at MullerSheWrote.com. This podcast may contain laughter. So to be clear, Mr. Trump has no financial relationships with any Russian oligarchs. That, that's what he said. I, I, that's what I said. That's obviously what the, our position is. I'm not aware of uh, any of those activities. I have been called a surrogate at a time or two in that campaign, and I did have, not have communications with the Russians. What do I have to get involved with Putin for? I have nothing to do with Putin. I've never spoken to him. I don't know anything about him other than he will respect me. Russia, if you're listening, I hope you're able to find the 30,000 emails that are missing. So, it is political. You're a communist. No, Mr. Green. Communism is just a red herring. Like all members of the oldest profession, I'm a capitalist. Hello. Welcome to Mueller, She Wrote. I wanted to take a moment and thank you all so much for all your comments and supports and likes and donations. We're so humbled by your interest and support. We love your feedback. So thank you so much for that, you guys. Uh, I'm AG, your mystery host. Uh, I work high up in the executive branch of the government, so I must keep my name out of my politics, though I'm sure most of you have figured out who I am. Uh, with me, as always, is Jaleesa Johnson. Hey, what's up? I'm Jordan Coburn. Hello. <laughs> I switched it up this week. You did. <laughs> I went Jaleesa first. I just want to know, I just want you to know I can be flexible. Oh. Uh, this week. On your toes. <laughs> I'm just going to take you on a wild ride. <laughs> that's my, uh, that's how I party. Uh, so this week, Jordan's going to be covering a story about a Russian model and sex coach. Mm-hmm. Potentially very crazy. Sex coach. <laughs> uh, she's the one that took the Navalny, the Navalny video we talked about, um, showing Deripaska relaying Manafort's campaign briefing to a Kremlin official on a yacht, on a boat. Uh, and Jalitza has a report on Joseph Misfood. The I think it's Misfood. Misfood. Mifsud. Uh, yeah, I would get Mif- Mifsud. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oops. It's all good. Uh, sorry to disappoint that guy who thought I was a genius. Um <laughs> Uh, anyway, he's the Russian professor that told Papadop about the Russian dirt on HRC. You know, the info he got drunk and bragged about to the Australian intelligence officer mm-hmm. in the London pub. Well, weird things are going on with the professor, and Jaleesa will cover it for us. And Yes. Oh, Papadop. <laughs> Papa, I like it when you call me Big Papa. <laughs> he's my favorite. <laughs> I'll be chatting this week about Mueller witnesses that seem to be leaking all over the place. Uh, That sounds gross, but it's not. Uh, We will also have two bonus episodes this week. 
uh, Wednesday and Friday. So look for reports on a big reveal in the Dem memo that could implicate Trump campaign aides and criminal conspiracy. And then also a special report on NRA ties to Trump and Russia. Mm-hmm. Uh, look for those this week. And if, you, if you're if you're looking at the you see these little episodes that are up there, and they got little locks on them. It's because you have to subscribe to get a hold of them. So check that out. Uh, this week has been pretty much nuts. So let's get right to it. Maybe we can blow through this crazy week pretty fast. I'm not sure. <laughs> but uh, let's get to it with just the facts. Okay, so on Sunday, we found out more about cock. <laughs> remember, remember from last week, the one of the Manafort indictments taught us that Manafort received a big loan from a tiny bank in Chicago that was possibly payback for Manafort getting the CEO of the bank a job as Secretary of the Army, mm-hmm. and that guy's name was Cock. Uh, I like to call it the Manafort Cock job. Well, <laughs> well, it turns out that Cock's wife filed for divorce in Chicago. A while ago, and in that divorce proceeding, her lawyers asked First Republic Bank to turn over all documents pertaining to the Manafort loan. Uh, Cox attorney tried to block the release of these documents, so a, a cock block, <laughs> if a cock doc block. Uh, we don't know if the cock block worked, but those records could become public because they were used in a divorce proceeding. So that's hilarious. Mm-hmm. Uh, you'll find a link to that article in the newsletter. I wonder what she cited as a reason for splitting. I don't know. <laughs> What's it called? Inreconcilable differences. He's a cock. Um, there was a lot of news on Sunday about the Dem memo, and we have a whole uh, uh, bonus episode dedicated to it up right now for your listening project. That one's free, so check that out. Uh, you can you can check that one out for free. On Monday, Republicans in the House Intel Committee uh, drew a red line to say that the committee will not consider Trump's finances, which is cute, um, probably because they have payouts to them in there. But yeah, that makes sense. Uh, and this is nuts. On Monday, you guys, Rick Perry canceled his trip to India. Rick Perry is the secretary of energy. He was the governor of Texas. He was on Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> Awful person overall. <laughs> He's say. just an idiot. Um He canceled his trip to India to head to Saudi Arabia to open up talks about building nuclear reactors in the region. Hmm. And that's crazy because called it yeah Definitely. i we called it that's the marshall plan you guys do you remember i mean we've had so many stories on this about flynn texting copson his business partner on the dais during the inauguration saying that sanctions are going to be ripped up and we can move forward with the marshall plan mm-hmm. and copson is saying great because i we, we're gonna have to build you know military bases to guard them and then we can recolonize the middle east like all that crazy stuff and they need to partner with russian oil rosneft and and the uae who who set up the seychelles meeting with rick prince like they're all connected in there yeah and now he's going to meet with saudi arabia to talk nuclear reactors uh, so okay <laughs> um hmm uh, saudi arabia comes up a little bit later in in the pod too so keep an eye on that early tuesday trump sent out a series of tweets uh, <laughs> about russia no surprise it's gotten under his skin uh, that morning because hope hicks testified mm-hmm. <laughs> behind Finally. closed doors to the hic the House Intelligence Committee. And much like Lewandowski and Bannon, she's refusing, she refused to answer questions about her time in the White House, especially her role in crafting a statement on Air Force One the, about the nature of the mm-hmm. June 2016 meeting. She was part of that, what are we going to say, um, whole you know meeting and then subsequent follow-up uh, conference calls. Mm-hmm. So she was claiming uh, in the House Intelligence Committee some sort of privilege um, 
privilege. They're just making up privilege. Like white, white privilege. privilege. <laughs> <laughs> like what are you talking about? What does she think she's going to answer questions about, or or what do they what do they ask them to come? It's her it's her job. That's she's a communications director. Mm-hmm. That's- well, and as always, I'm wondering if she's gagged, and not in like a fun Porter way, right, mm-hmm. right, <laughs> like a like or a Lewandowski way, more like a legal way by Mueller. Uh, just and this is just my this I is hope so. not fact. This is just conjecture. Right. I think Bannon and uh, Hicks and Lewandowski have been told not to talk to Congress because their testimony will get back to the White House, and and yeah. Mueller doesn't want Trump to have that upper hand or not even an upper hand, but uh, any hand. It'd be smart. So, anyway, she did also admit in that in that question and answer session that she asks Trump. Or Trump asks her to lie mm-hmm. for him and that she's told lies. So that's funny. She admits that she told lies? Yep. Yeah. White lies. Uh, white lies. White yeah, lies I matter. heard the white lies. Because what? she's white. <laughs> no, I don't, like, she basically she said she lies for the president. Yeah. Um, now, contextually, she says nothing about nothing important like if he like if he doesn't want to be disturbed i say he's not there or whatever but um yeah like does this suit make me look fat hope (laughs) (laughs) yes uh but but trump was pretty mad about that Uh, also the u.s cyber chief admiral mike rogers said tuesday morning in the senate armed services committee that russians have not paid a price for meddling nor has he been instructed by the president to do anything to prevent meddling in 2018 Hmm. so we are currently under attack and our president is pretty much letting it happen. Perfect. He's leading it. Yeah. Also, side note, I saw he's up in polls, and uh, it is expected he will win re-election. Uh, yeah, I Ugh. I don't know. What poll is that? Uh, poll. The one Sorry. from my ass. <laughs> well, because um, he's... I read his, it somewhere in a headline. I forget what it was. His, um, his approval rating dropped again to 35. Ah, oh, fantastic. Uh, also on Tuesday, Trump hired <laughs> Trump hired his campaign chief for his 2020 reelection campaign a bit early. Sure. But Trump filed to run for president in 2020, the day after he was inaugurated. Right. Because it allows him to use donor money to pay for all the banquet spaces and parties at his own properties. And he pockets that money. So the interesting part is the person he picked to head up his 2020 campaign, Brad Parscale. And if that sounds familiar, it should, because I added him to my indictment fantasy team last week. Uh, fantasy indictment league list his name is closely associated with none other than rick gates who just signed a crazy cooperation agreement with Mueller and is telling the special counsel everything hey kid i want you to spill your guts tell us everything 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 okay i'll talk in third grade, I cheated on my history exam. In fourth grade, I stole my Uncle Max's toupee and I glued it on my face when I played Moses in my Hebrew school play. In fifth grade, I knocked my sister Edie down the stairs and I blamed it on the dog. So Gates and Parscale worked on the digital front of the Trump campaign in 2016. And I'd be surprised if there wasn't any knowledge of the Russian Facebook and Twitter campaigns. And there's no way Gates isn't going to turn him in. Right. Gates faces like uh, seven to ten years in jail immediately if he doesn't fully cooperate. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens with that guy. But he's 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 on my uh, fantasy yeah. indictment. I can't believe he picked him. You'd think he'd just try just a little bit. He doesn't know anyone, Just step right? back. Just pull back just a, just for a second. <laughs> People can do a lot from prison. Yeah. You'd, be, you'd be surprised. <laughs> so true. Yeah. Um, BuzzFeed and Raw Story did some reporting on Tuesday about the professor that told Papadop about the email dirt on HRC during one of his trips to Russia. Jaleesa, you're going to go over that a bit later right. for us in the mm-hmm. show. 
Also on Tuesday, as we predicted, Kushner lost his security clearance. We have clearance, Clarence. Roger, Roger. What's our vector, Victor? Allied radio clearance, over. That's Clarence, over. Over. Roger. Huh? Roger, over. What? Huh? Who? His top secret was downgraded to secret, so he won't be able to do his job. <laughs> like, oh no, who's going to solve peace this in the Middle foreign, East? Yeah, this <laughs> foreign policy. <laughs> so now Kelly and McMaster uh, will either have to remove him and resign, or Trump will let Kush stay and Kelly or McMaster will leave. And we learn later that McMaster is actually leaving the White House. Yep. So I was right, and then I was right. Jesus. Mm-hmm. I didn't hear that yet. Yeah, yeah. He's uh, slated to, he's expected to resign and should be leaving by the end of the month. God it's another, damn. It's a record for Trump, too. He must be proud. He has the most, like, departures from a White House in the first term like, yeah. ever. Right? What is his, what's McMaster's reason? Um, probably because of the security clearances. Wow. Irreconcilable differences. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everything can be pinned to that, right? <laughs> Uh, There was further reporting on Kushner that came out from the Washington Post on Tuesday that U.S. intelligence intercepted communications from four countries saying Kushner is an easy target. Basically, he's a bitch. (laughs) And this makes me wonder if Kush wasn't giving intel to these countries, including China, uh, United Arab Emirates, Mexico and Israel, uh, to pay off his crazy debts on his 666 property, just like Manafort was giving campaign intel to Deripaska to pay the debt to him. Now, what's funny is I wrote this note on Tuesday Wait until you hear what happens on Thursday, <laughs> because we do find out that there are some quid pro quos going on with Kushner and his business dealings. And yeah. I'll talk about that a little bit later. CNN also reported Tuesday that Mueller is now asking people about Trump's 2013 and 2014 business dealings in Russia and when Trump told Russia he was interested in running for president. Uh, if there is evidence he and Russia had talked about a presidential bid back in 2013, 2014, that would bolster the conspiracy case surrounding the 13 Russians yep. who were indicted. Remember when Trump tweeted, it's 2014, it's dated. Um, I wasn't even running for president then. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I think Mueller's trying to prove that he was. Right. Mm-hmm. Um CNN learned this from uh, witnesses who have recently been interviewed by Mueller. I happen to believe that Mueller wouldn't go there unless he knew that this would leak, which means he knew Trump would find out that Mueller's asking these questions Mm -hmm. that go beyond the red line, you know? Yeah. So that says to me that Mueller's pretty much done with this line of questioning. And now he's, he's pretty much tied the conspiracy together. Otherwise I don't think he'd be letting Trump know. Now this, that's again, that's theory. That's theory. Uh, I feel he would continue to indict on money and tax fraud for now uh, and try to keep Americans names out of it. But I think he's got the proof he needs to show the Trump campaign conspired with Russians knowingly to affect the outcome of the of the campaign. Uh, we will go in depth on this reporting in, in one of our bonus episodes this week. So nice for that. The Atlantic released a piece about Roger Stone on Tuesday that they had obtained direct messages between WikiLeaks and Stone in October 2016 and that WikiLeaks wanted to keep that communication channel open after the election. Uh, like, did they know Trump would win? That's hmm. weird. Uh, Stone testified under oath... Uh, to the House Intelligence Committee that he never directly communicated with WikiLeaks, so he could be easily indicted now for lying to Congress, uh, which means there's a high probability he lied to the FBI and special counsel about Mm -hmm. the same thing. The morning after Trump won the election, WikiLeaks WikiLeaks sent Stone a message saying, quote, happy, we are now more free to communicate, unquote. Oh, my God. (laughs) The morning after Trump won the election. It's crazy. Uh, that article also shows that Stone communicated directly via Twitter with Guccifer 2.0. Directly. 
Goosefer. <laughs> Goosefer. I have posted the articles. Good um, Lucifer? Is that what that's short for? And, and it, there's a great timeline of Stone's communications with WikiLeaks in our newsletter, so check that out, too. Uh, Tuesday, we learned a guy named Josh Raffel, or Raffel, uh, quit the White House. His official title was White House spokesman, but his job was babysitting the president's kids, basically. Yeah, I never heard of this guy either. <laughs> he I've just never left? heard of that title. Really. Yeah, our, your tax dollars were paying his salary to oh to God. kind of, I don't know, be a PR. Just imagine him giving them those little toys where you like move a wooden block around a wire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love it. Here you go, kids. <laughs> Oh, I just put Kushner and Ivanka in the, in their room and turn on Netflix. Yeah. They 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 love it. Um, well, he. I wonder if he quit because he couldn't get clearance. Maybe because yeah. that because you know how Kelly put out that thing like anyone who doesn't have clearance has to leave mm-hmm. uh, by this day, which was February twenty second. Or I or maybe he knows Trump's kids' days are numbered and he doesn't want to have to put out those fires. Or I don't know. Mm-hmm. Maybe he thinks that he he could end up the fall guy for uh, some stuff. Uh, I'm not sure. Also on Tuesday, NBC News reported that 21 states were targeted by Russian hackers in the 2016 elections, and now seven were penetrated. Not five. We thought it was five. Now it's seven. Those states are Arizona, Alaska, California, Florida, Illinois, Texas, and Wisconsin. Hmm. I know Uh, those states. (laughs) I've heard of those guys. Those wily Wisconsinites. (laughs) Uh, and, you know, it was 80,000 votes in Wisconsin that made the difference. Uh, and this mounting evidence is why Trump refuses to acknowledge or do anything about Russian meddling in our elections. He feels like it delegitimizes his election, which it does. Mm-hmm. But it's not like we could, we're going to take it away from him. Yeah. But his ego is it's not possible. But his ego is so fragile mm-hmm. that he doesn't even want to talk about it. So he's just letting them attack us. OK, so that was Tuesday. Yeah. <laughs> Wednesday, Manafort had an arraignment, and I was all excited they were going to revoke his bail and send him to jail. Mm-hmm. But they just read his 23 new charges, and he pleaded not guilty to them, holding his line. Um, I'm not sure if he'll flip, as we discussed last week. Um, and this new plea backs me up on that. He, you know, by refusing to to plead guilty. Right. Uh, another piece of the story is that during the arraignment, the defense asked to push trial to September. It was originally scheduled in May. And Mueller said this, quote, just in terms of the trial date, we understand the court's reasoning and the defense counsel has asked for September. That's fine. Just for the record, the government is ready to go to trial and want to go to trial as soon as possible. Unquote. Okay. Nice. <laughs> Whoa. That's awesome. Yeah. So Mueller's so prepared. got it. <laughs> A little bit, right? Like, I, I'm not surprised, but that's still like, just to put that in there, like, we can go whenever. Wow. We're good. You want to wait till September? That's fine, but we can do this tomorrow. That's crazy. I love it. Uh, Trump angry tweeted at Jeff Sessions on Wednesday morning. He says, quote, why is AG Jeff Sessions asking the inspector general to investigate potentially massive FISA abuse? Will take forever. Has no prosecutorial power and already late with reports on Comey, etc. Isn't the IG an Obama guy? Why not use Justice Department lawyers? Disgraceful. <laughs> All right, let me pick apart this bullshit tweet. There's a lot. One thing at a time, okay? First, you hippopotamic moron. (laughs) The OIG does have jurisdiction over criminal wrongdoing. They do have prosecutorial power. And isn't this IG an Obama guy? No, the IG is an entire organization of over 700 employees. (laughs) What are you talking about? Oh, and his thing about... uh, 
what does he say? Why not use Justice Department lawyers? That's where the Justice Department lawyers are. Are They're in the IG. Like, what are you even talking about? <laughs> he doesn't Google anything. He just means the people that I appointed. Yeah. Can, can we get some people I specifically put in place <laughs> to make me um, sitting pretty? So he's like, we, need, we should have lawyers. They are. Uh, they don't have prosecutorial. Yes, they do. Uh, is it an Obama guy? Okay, I think that the head of the IG for DOJ is an Obama guy. Um, but you, he, he works for you, dude. Like, mm-hmm. you can... All right, whatever. That's confusing to me, though, because I would think he would be in favor of that taking a long time. Because prolonging it seems like it would give them more time to think of a, to a, do whatever a way to the die. Fuck they're gonna do. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know either. That uh, makes sense. Yeah, but you know they work for the Justice Department. Lawyers do not. Uh, well, okay. So Trump has no idea how the Department of Justice works <laughs> or what its function is, and so that's actually what's disgraceful to me. Not poor Jeffy, <laughs> uh, who, by the way, is a complete and utter trash, garbage human being, mm-hmm. and I I hate to even sort of stand up for Jeff Sessions. Oh, yeah. He's racist Dobby. That's he's, what yeah. Stephen Colbert is. He is. He is. He's, he's grotesque. He's a grotesque human person. That's what 2018 is doing, though. We're just happy for the small victories that yeah. these little pieces of shits are yeah. turning out. Yeah, it's really bad. Uh, Katie Turr at NBC reported on Wednesday that witnesses that have been interviewed by Mueller's team are saying that they're being asked about when Trump knew and if he knew about the hacked email dirt on Hillary. They're also uh, being asked if Trump knew that the Podesta emails had been targeted and if he uh, helped disseminate the material or tried to cover it up in any way. Uh, Jaleesa is going to report on the professor that shared that intel with Papadop. And we have a bonus episode coming out this week about this particular nugget that was in the Dem memo. So you definitely want to listen to that. Like I said, you have to subscribe. I'm sorry, we're taking it away. But um, it's so easy. It's cheap. And you just go to MullerSheWrote.com, click on subscribe. I promise it'll be totally worth it. Mm-hmm. We're um, just in the hole with this podcast. It's so expensive. I, 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 <laughs> I took like on a second to mortgage, guys. Come on. <laughs> yeah, it's like, no, we're it's not like, like, yeah, throwing dollar bills in here. Like, no, we're not. And, you know, we're mostly nonprofit, too. A lot of these proceeds we're sending out to progressive campaigns so it's not just your money that's helping pay for the podcast and support women podcasting and support uh supporting the impeachment and removal of trump but you're also supporting flipping the congress blue so that's that's i don't know i think that's kind of cool yeah thank you you so much Uh, sorry for that little mini uh ad that you had to listen to uh but anyway um In the Dem memo, they were talking about disseminating the emails, Russia, anonymously disseminating the emails. And that would be, and if Trump knew about that, that's aiding and abetting. That'd be Mm -hmm. criminal conspiracy. And covering it up would be something called misprision. Uh, That's the deliberate concealment of one's knowledge of a treasonable act or a felony. I like that word. Me too. Can you say it again? Misprision. Nice. Misprision. Sounds like a bird. Or a teacher. (laughs) Misprision. If you want to. No, it's misprision. Um Anyway, do you remember the... Okay, so my question is, how are we getting all these leaks right now? Um, because remember the day prior, we got wind from anon- anonymous witnesses that Mueller was asking about Trump's Russia stuff in 2013 and 2014. Mm-hmm. So I'll talk about that a little bit later in the show. Um, and then also that day, Hope Hicks announced that she will be resigning as communications director for the White House. This is the day after she testified for eight hours, revealing pretty much nothing other than she lies for Trump. <laughs> <laughs> you know, minor detail. <laughs> put creatures in our bodies to control our minds. It's all right, you're safe now. Made us say lies, do things. 
Yes, yes. I played a clip from Wrath of Khan. I think it's relevant, uh, considering Trump forced his communications directors to lie for him. Not, and when I say communications directors, I mean plural, all of them. <laughs> there have been like nine. Um, and not to mention Vanderswan's father-in-law. Uh, his name is Herman Khan. So Wrath of Khan kind of fits. Haha, <laughs> so, anyway, Hope has left the White House. Thank you for giving me my moment of Star Trek nerdiness. Uh, here comes some fun theories now. Did she resign because she doesn't have security clearance? Did she resign because she called Trump a liar? Uh, maybe she's a mole and Mueller told her to get out of there because the hammer's coming down. Uh, I'm not sure, but it's important to note that she left the day after Josh Raffel left the White House. Uh, both worked at a PR firm together before Ooh. they joined the Trump campaign. Uh, Raffel was uh, in one of the many meetings to craft the White House statement about adoptions okay. for the June 2016 meeting. Hmm. He was there for that. or he, I think he was standing with DT Jr. At the RNC? Uh, no, no. The, uh, when they were tr- trying to make up a lie about the Trump Tower meeting. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hope Hicks and Donald Trump, gotta, gotta, Donald gotta, Trump gotta, Jr. Yes. I think Rafael being the, the, you know, the wrangler of the children was sit like Aww. next to one of the kids. He just happened to be there. Poor guy. <laughs> like maybe, um, you know, texting back and forth to Air Force One on behalf of DT Jr. or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But he was there. So I don't know. I don't know why she left. Oh, also, there was a news story that came out that Trump like berated her yeah i heard about that after he found out that she said that to the house intelligence committee and the white and some, lies thing yeah and some people think she might have resigned because of that he said huh. how could you be so stupid which yeah. makes here's my theory if i could i i talked to my girlfriend about this because she tries to be really centrist and she thinks that she's good at it but she feels bad for trump in the sense that she thinks he's a prisoner and so she feels like maybe hope was one of the few people that he actually trusted and felt like was looking after him and so mm-hmm. him leave or her leaving is like him losing like one of the few people that still you know was there for him and now he's just like left alone yeah and he's kind of unraveling this week uh, as a result um some people tie it to that mm-hmm. um and yes uh, trump may be a, a prisoner he might he might be in a situation where he didn't want to be president and the russians forced him to where they would have released the dirt on him oh. but if you're a bad enough human being to have dirt on you in the first place or to work with Russian mafia, um, you know, and, and be in business with somebody who is a murderer mm-hmm. and an autocrat, then I frankly don't give a shit what happens to you in your in your house. So yeah. anyway, when he commissions a documentary from his perspective about how much he's been suffering, Carla should see if she could uh, get on that writing panel. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Sad violin music. He needs some sympathy. Yeah. Trump was left alone. Do 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 do. Like really sad music. <laughs> um, the Russian model and sex worker that took the video of Deripaska briefing the deputy prime minister of Russia on Manafort's briefing sent a message on her Instagram saying she's the missing link between Trump and Russia uh, and she's ready to talk. Um, so we've been reporting on the quid pro quo between Manafort and Deripaska for a couple weeks now, actually a couple months now, uh, and that pretty much because Manafort owed him $8 million, that Deripaska pretty much owns him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jor- or Jaleesa, you're going to go... I am. Jordan, you're yes. going to go over the sex coach mm-hmm. later in the show. Which I did not look up. I should have done that, what it means <laughs> to give sex lessons. That's she, what they're giving. There was this hilarious video of her on a beach in Thailand with a bunch of people uh, like doing jumping jacks, saying, sex on the beach, sex <laughs> on the beach. That's and I'm like, cute. what are you learning? <laughs> Are you, is that going to get you 
Like, um, they got her hired with Trump, maybe, or someone. I don't know, but we'll figure it out. Jordan's got it, so mm-hmm. I'm interested. I creeped her Instagram for like 30 minutes today. <laughs> Uh, new reporting out Wednesday night indicates that witnesses being interviewed by Mueller are saying the special counsel is looking into the time last summer when Trump was toying with the idea of firing Sessions as a possible obstruction of justice charge. Um, so if you remember, like last July, August, he was like he was mad at Jeff Sessions and he wanted to fire him because Sessions had recused himself mm-hmm. and he like exploded saying you need to protect me or whatever. Right. Uh, so Mueller's looking into that. He's asking that. That's the third story that came out in 24 hours about, you know, from witnesses wow. um, that leaked to the press. So again, why are those leaks happening? I'll go over that a little bit later. Um, Trump called Hope Hicks stupid on Wednesday night. That's what Aww. I told you guys mm-hmm. for admitting to the House Intel Committee and, and, and said that was the last straw for her. So again, hmm. that, that may be what chased her out. Oh. Um, I would I would I would have resigned. I mean, oh, yeah, it's amazing. She was there at all. Yeah, Yeah, I thought they were. I mean, they seem close, but I wonder if it was pretty one sided, too. Like, you know, she's ambitious and he's Trump. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that's yeah. I've heard she's pretty respected, too. I don't think I've ever seen many, you know, anecdotes of her being like a a bad person or even bad at her job. She's just people just think she's really smart, powerful. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. She's the one in the White House where I'm like, oh, man. Yeah. Get out of there. Hope Mm -hmm. gives me hope. Her and Melania. Yes. Mm -hmm. Although Melania is kind of a trash person. I feel bad for her. But not because she posed nude and not because she was a model and not because she got a fake visa or whatever. Uh, that's conjecture right uh but just because she like takes pictures of herself eating pearls like spaghetti and like uh, like oh god i like, haven't seen those like ugh, i don't know she mm, shut up you know like <laughs> yeah i have my concerns First with her lady, too. yeah it's a perfect epitomization of america right, right. Now, though, so. yeah but i have no problem with naked photos so yeah uh Bring some uh, big news <laughs> dropped wednesday night uh, about our boy Kushner and his business dealings. As you know, he's in debt up to his beady little eyes mm-hmm. on a few of his big Satan properties. <laughs> and though he stepped down as CEO of Kushner Properties when he joined the White House, he didn't divest most of his real property. Uh, it turns out he met with the CEOs of some big banks and hedge funds in the White House as a presidential advisor, including the CEOs of Apollo and Citibank. And what do you know? Shortly after those meetings, Apollo and Citibank lent him um, about $500 million. What the fuck? (laughs) You know, let me just borrow like half a billion dollars. No big deal. This won't raise any red flags. (laughs) And word is he was discussing a job in the White House for the CEO of the Apollo hedge fund. Wow. So, hmm. Hmm. Yeah. So to cap off, uh, I I just I can't believe all the like. Uh, I mean, just so to take $500 million in loans. Yeah. Um, so he didn't even do it before he held that position. Exactly. He's doing it after. <laughs> yeah. And and uh, there's more later. Just wait. Uh, and to cap off Wednesday night, this is cute. Jeff, Session, Jeff Sessions and Rod Rosenstein and Noel Francisco. That's the attorney general, deputy attorney general, and solicitor general. Those are like the three amigos of justice. Mm-hmm. Wherever there is injustice, you will find us. Wherever there is suffering, we'll be there. <laughs> Line. Wherever liberty is threatened, you will... F- Wherever liberty is threatened, you will find... The Three Amigos! Okay, okay. <laughs> That's funny. And it's, a, it's important to note 
that Noel Francisco is the third in line at the DOJ and would assume oversight of the Mueller investigation if Rosenstein was fired uh, because Sessions is recused. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, They dined in public and they allowed reporters to take their photo. Mm-hmm. So they weren't trying to hide. That that means they kind of wanted to people people to know that they were on like a triple date, a weird, <laughs> a weird th- menage a trois of justice. Nice. Uh, what were they discussing? I don't yeah. know. What do you guys think? I don't know. The obvious uh, is my opinion because, I mean, it, it seems like it looked like the photo was kind of like the uh, Romney-Trump photo. Like it seemed like one of the parties was really uncomfortable. Yeah. And the other one was like, yeah. No Which one's person gonna... looked uncomfortable? I haven't seen the photo. You know. Uh, was it Rosenstein who was facing away from it? So it looked like Jeff Sessions looked really uncomfortable. Well, Jeff Sessions just looks like he's constipated so all the time. So, yeah. <laughs> but they were just hanging out, having dinner, the three of them. And was it just like an Olive Garden photo? Like, come on, get in the frame. <laughs> when you're here, you're family. And then everyone comes out like, happy, happy birthday, happy birthday to you. Uh, that would be embarrassing. Um, it always is. Yeah. I don't know. They could be, they could be discussing what happens if Rosenstein gets fired. Yeah, that's that's what I think the obvious the future of the is. of the Mueller investigation. But I wouldn't think they would try to come together on that really, because especially in such a public way, if they were doing something sinister, if they had any sort right. of like sinister ideas, Mm-mm. I wonder if they're getting together, maybe just kind of being like, "Man, fuck this guy. This shit's getting ridiculous. I hope so. How how are we gonna? I think it's a message to Trump too. Like we're we're together, bro. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of us, all of us, maybe. I don't yeah. know. Maybe. Maybe if uh, Rosenstein gets fired, Noel Francisco will be like, I'm just going to pick up this investigation right where it left off. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that picture kind of tells Trump that. Yeah. You I know? wonder if the, the bullies throughout the campaigning process and throughout whatever tenure they had before yeah, <laughs> they got in trouble and uh, have been needing to testify and everything. But I wonder if the people that are really getting slammed right now and indicted were almost the bullies and now that they're sort of getting... Oh. Indicted. It's kind of like they like can the nerds stand on up the playground are, have, yeah, yeah, are the having nerds. their day in the sun. Yeah, like yay nerds. Yeah, <laughs> like it would those make people sense. Really coming from sucked. coming from me, who just played a bunch of Wrath of Khan clips. But <laughs> whatever. Also, also on Thursday, NBC reported that Mueller is moving toward indicting more Russians. Uh, the first batch of Russians we told you. Uh, about in episode 15 they were indicted for dressing up as americans stealing american identities and physically coming here to campaign for donald trump Mm -hmm. Uh, dressing up as americans means i don't know not wearing your alf shirt or (laughs) taking off your knight rider hat like i I don't know strapping pillows to their midsection (laughs) i don't know what russians wear um then anyway this new round of indictments is said to be about the dnc hack and the subsequent release of the podesta and dnc emails yeah because the first one was about that whole they just physically came here and started campaigning for Trump. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is, as we know, the DNC was hacked by WikiLeaks and Guccifer 2.0 mm-hmm. and Podesta and DNC emails were released. And that's what these indictments apparently are going to be about. Nice. So that's the reporting. Here's my prediction. Uh, these charges will include violations of election law, uh, the Computer Fraud and Abuse Act and criminal conspiracy against the United States. Lovely. Also to watch out for a possible indictment of WikiLeaks, the organization, or Julian Assange, or both. And this also could perhaps include an indictment of Putin, or at least some of his higher up Kremlin officials. Wow, I was just thinking how far would that go, because then I'm thinking like Facebook too. I'm like, I don't know how deep they would get, but it sounds like 
they're thorough. Yeah, they are very thorough. And that the whole Facebook, uh, Twitter thing comes from the digital, mm-hmm. um, you know, Cambridge Analytica and conspiracy and all right. that stuff with Kushner. That's going to come out in later indictments because right Ooh. now they're just focusing on Russians and money. Right. They're trying. It seems like they're staying away from conspiracy and collusion for now and obstruction. Yeah. yeah. And they're just because they don't want to let any of their little secrets out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if they can use these indictments like we talked about last week, sort of to maybe kind of get people to flip so they can get more information yep. for when they start going for collusion things. Mm-hmm. Yep. Conspiracy that's, that's things. That's exactly it. Uh, and like I meant, like, as I mentioned before, the White House started planning uh, and preparing for a McMaster exit. Uh, last week, I told you guys we could not have Kushner, McMaster and Kelly all in the same White House anymore. Mm-hmm. Uh, and one of them had to go. So they've picked McMaster. Wow. That's sad. He was smart. Yeah. yeah. Smarter than Kushner. Yeah. And... And not as uh, much of a, a you know wife beater yeah, enabler and actually as Kelly too yeah. yeah good point so we should be hearing about his resignation by the end of this month um, so keep an eye on or your ears out or whatever you do ten four <laughs> uh, CNN reported Thursday that the FBI is now investigating Ivanka for her business dealings mm. we don't think she's been interviewed by Mueller when I say we I mean me and all of the news. <laughs> <laughs> We don't think. Um, we haven't heard that, at least. Uh, also, last week, Rick Gates asked if the court could, if he could leave his house arrest and go on a spring break trip with his family to Boston, remember? Yeah. And Mueller said it was okay, and the court <laughs> said it was okay. Well, he has since canceled his trip. Oh. Out of fear for his safety. Oh, that's oh right. shit. Yeah, I heard that. Yeah. That's it's the first threat he's gotten, right, that he's reacted to like that. Like, are you, do you not understand who Vladimir Putin is? Yeah, like, I'm surprised it took him this long to get scared. Like, that's true. Like, Gates, maybe you should have a meeting with, like, Bill Browder and try to figure out, like, mm-hmm. how you know much serious yeah. business it is i wonder if manafort maybe told him sort of where his head is at since they're friends or something and he's like uh-huh. oh fuck maybe i should yeah yeah, yeah. i don't know i don't know if i were manafort i wouldn't be talking to rick gates right now yeah that's true uh, sure but, but i'm not. a decent human person so i would never be manafort <laughs> yeah on friday nbc reported the fourth story about Mueller witnesses leaking now saying Mueller's team is asking people about kushner's 500 million dollars in loans mm-hmm. and whether or not those influenced white house policy yep I wonder if either of those CEOs dumped their steel and aluminum stock. Mm. I heard because, someone did it. Yeah, Iken did it. Yeah. Um, $31 million. Eric Prince did it. And mm. Dara Pesca got out of the aluminum business. Oh, right. my goodness. Before Trump did that. So. But then again, it was already being rumored that he was going to do that when they did it. Correct. Oh, okay. And also, but what's interesting to note is that, did you notice that the aluminum uh, tariffs are much lower yes than the steel tariffs yeah our top two importers of aluminum are united arab emirates and russia or number two and number three oh god i didn't know that so maybe there was uh, like a well we'll go easy on you and only do 10 percent. it wouldn't be the first time (laughs) nope so i don't know but prince says he talked about aluminum with russia in his meeting in the seychelles that was set up by the united arab emirates where he also discussed Russia's sanctions on behalf of Trump. The UAE is one of the four nations also in our intel agency's intercept communications uh, saying Kushner was an easy target. Uh, but wouldn't uh, the tariff hurt Russia, as, you know, as I just said, right. and the UAE, they're two of the top aluminum importers. And that's why I'm saying, sure, but it's, it could have been 25% and they got talked down to 10 Exactly. I would just like to take this moment really quick to say, notice how all these people that think uh, that this is all a hoax, right? Mm-hmm. And these are all just isolated incidents and the Marshall Plan theory is just crazy conjecture. Notice how not a single other fucking country is being mentioned when, like, no Thank other dots you. are being connected. Seriously. It's always the same fucking country. The same people, the same country. 
it's not at this point it's like they just refuse to see it because I'll, I'll google like Mueller or I'll, I'll look uh, search it on Twitter and see what people are saying and like nine out of ten tweets are like Mueller's gonna get them and then one person is like what about Hillary <laughs> like they're yeah. dwindling out yeah what it about blows my mind just don't be an idiot you don't <laughs> just don't don't have all this come out and then well, just be like ah oh, damn it's interesting because something that seems so obvious I mean obviously we're all uh, left of center in this right. room yeah. uh, and of course we do have our biases and I try to report facts and I try to separate out the conjecture mm-hmm. uh, and then I obviously make notable jokes uh, t- at the expense of people on the right Yes, um, <laughs> because they're easy targets like Kushner yeah. um, so you know maybe that's what they meant I'm not sure but it, it's important to note that even though I mean, and we're going to see and it, it feels sometimes it's so frustrating that you try to show this these things to people mm-hmm. And they don't see it. But you have to remember that even if evidence and when evidence comes out, they still won't see it. There's a psychological yeah. thing in play where you people will destroy facts to keep their point of view intact. Yeah. You're right. And I feel like it's because their lifestyle depends on it. I think they're sure. so their invested friends, in like their, their culture, yeah, whether they're racist, whether it's just about like not digging, you know, Democrats, whatever the case is. It's like if they have to admit that Trump did all these things, it would just shift their whole perspective yeah. about what their party even means. And I, I get that concern. But at some point, you just got to say, you know, it's not about choosing teams. Well, yeah. And and also you have to I and I have to as a as a researcher I you know as a doctoral researcher I have to take a look and say am I refusing to see facts from the other side Good exculpatory point. evidence because I am so convinced mm-hmm. that this is the way that it is mm-hmm. but uh, every every counter argument that somebody comes at with me to the evidence that I have I have evidence to show them right. The, the contrary. And every argument that I have to them, I just get a meme back mm-hmm. or I get called a bitch or right. I or I be, I'm told to be get fucked in the heart yeah. or I, you know. And you know my my constant thing is like, look, if you're going to show me, show me the money, show mm-hmm. me your credible evidence. And, exactly. And don't take me to obamasuckstix.org <laughs> website to show me your article that sh- that 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 backs up your point. Of course right. that article backs up your point. But the but the major problem is is that when I use Associated Press or CNN or mm-hmm. New York Times, no one believes them anymore right. because the president has removed yeah. believability mm-hmm. and credibility for those organizations right. in his base. I will say this though, like that's a real issue with the whole fake news propaganda. I think one way that we've been combating that though is I've noticed whenever someone tries to approach a dialogue with UAG and they have some semblance of, of a similarity in thought, like you do latch on to that. Like you're not just dismissive of, of people that, you know, share even a remote, mm-hmm. you know, thought that's the same as yours. So I think what when we find those common grounds, which we have been doing, there's I've seen people like change their mind based on things you said. So Well somebody said to me the other day, they were like, How why are we wasting money on this Mueller investigation when when when, when we could spend money on something else whatever it was i can't yeah. remember what it was homeless veterans or you know right. something that would, that would normally important. come from a, a right-wing thing mm-hmm. oh. um well, why would you know why are we wasting money on on this and 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 the the best i could say was that with the asset forfeiture that's going to happen just on the manafort case alone mm-hmm. we're actually making money oh. <laughs> on this investigation very nice yeah. so while i see your and feel your pain and mm-hmm. then there's the whole zero-sum game argument. Mm-hmm. It, you, you can't 
like homeless veterans and support this thing at the same time because the money has to go there or there. Right. Like you can't do both at the same time. And I and I try to tell guys like, and it's usually guys, but no offense, guys, I love you. I, I try to tell people, um, non-binary uh, fluid people, that it's it's not so much about it, 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 there's not a winner and a loser. I you can do two things at once. Absolutely. I believe in you, Pam. You know, like. <laughs> You can do it. I love that. I love it. All right. So anyway, back to the action here. New York Times reported Friday that Trump asked Kelly to remove Jared and Ivanka and then told Jared and Ivanka secretly to stay no matter what Kelly does. (laughs) What is going on? (laughs) I know. That's great. Reporting. I think that was Maggie Haberman. That was beautiful. Uh, Also on Friday, CNN reported that John Kelly said that the White House handling of classified material was, quote, not up to the standards he was used to. Mm. No. (laughs) And my favorite part about this, just no one having security clearance and they're just being willy nilly about classified information and leaking stuff to Israel and and to the Mm -hmm. Russians in in the Oval Office. And the whole his whole thing was was how careless Hillary Clinton was with classified information by by using a private email server. Uh, even though the most Republican people in the world looked it over and said, no, nah, it's OK. Mm-hmm. Uh, the most conservative uh, law enforcement agency in the world said, nope, that's it's it's OK. Uh, he that was still what he harped on. And now he is one of the most careless presidents and White House administrations. It with, blows my mind with classified information. It scares me, frankly. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody made a point to say this week that the White House calligrapher now has higher security clearance than Jared Kushner. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> uh, uh, the Daily Beast broke a story on Friday that Kushner's dad asked a Qatari firm um, to lend the Kushner's money to shore up 666 Fifth Avenue. Mm-hmm. Uh, at, we've talked about the 666 mm-hmm. building. It's it's the office building that's the centerpiece of the Kushner real estate empire, and right. it is $1 billion in debt. The, and that loan is coming due in two months, and Kushner and his family have been scrambling to get oh, money to pay this loan. I had loan no down. idea the deadline was coming. And that's what the Citigroup and uh, Apollo $500 million loans went into that office building. And Kushner's dad uh, went to Qatar and asked them, can we have some money and to, to put into this office building? And Qatar looked at the office building because he bought it in 2007, right before the bubble burst. So that was dumb. Oh, yeah. And Qatar went, no, no, thank you. <laughs> and that upset Kushner. Mm-hmm. Um, but what's interesting is that when that deal fell apart, Kushner backed a Saudi blockade of Qatar. Um, basically teaming up with Saudi Arabians to to put throw a blockade up against uh, Qatar. Mm-hmm. And, and Qatar is one of our key allies in the fight against ISIL in the region. Oh. That's national security level shit. We have thousands of troops in Qatar. Like, but his, but he, but his not getting a loan and uh, now it's not proven that it's connected. But it's to him, it was clearly more important. But, it, but well, whether he did it because of that or not, uh, but he did, he did uh, advocate for the blockade against mm. Qatar and it happened to be less than a month after Qatar refused to lend him money on that building. Interesting. So we'll see if that Also, yeah, we'll see. Mm-hmm. Um Mueller's looking into it and also the securities the SEC, the Securities and Exchange Commission dropped an inquiry into Apollo Apollo Global Management less than a month after they agreed to lend Kushner 180 million dollars. So a government agency stopped investigating the Apollo Group for oh. for securities fraud. Oh God! Within a month after receiving the loan, privilege. Whether or not it had anything to do with it, again, I'm not going to say that that 
this is correlation, not causation. Fair enough. Nothing is proven. It's just, huh. Mm-hmm. It's just so close. Yeah, it's it's absolutely ridiculous. And there's been some other things, too. Uh, um, I know that Kushner and Trump met with uh, Xi Jinping of China and talked about the One China Initiative. And and they were like, mm, I'm not sure. And then and then Kushner talked to Angbang, which is a huge bank in China, and got a loan. And then later on, the, the after that, the One China Initiative went through. So it's it's just like, are the, are these things affecting policy? Mm-hmm. Um, and if they are, is it illegal? I mean, it's mm-hmm. definitely unethical, right? But the thing about Washington is, we've always operated our ethics on a basis of just. This isn't just, you just don't do this. Right. There's not a lot of teeth to the ethics law. Yeah, but the, Mueller's the teeth. No one's ever done this shit before. That's why yeah. no, no, there's no like, I mean, now we're going to have to set up, I feel like we're going to have to set up these ethics laws that yeah. have teeth. I mean, it, it, if nothing else, that would be progress out of this whole thing. Because obviously something needs to happen. It's never needed to happen before. It mm-hmm. sucks. And now we're like, well, we could actually have this kind of a person in the White House. We have to protect ourselves yeah, against exactly. the office of the president. Yeah. yeah. And the irony that his slogan is make America great again. Meanwhile, he is just <laughs> undermining the very fabric of the integrity that people that are usually elected officials. Yeah. What have. a cover up of a slogan. They were like, don't look over here. We're making America great. Don't look at anything else. That's that's really <laughs> sad it's um, so sad people are so fucking stupid oh my god i mean like I, the people that follow that it's i didn't so know what's happening it's either. the most see-through thing oh, man i feel well, like this guy that has it. a tmz video out about grabbing a woman by her pussy has a hat that says <laughs> make america great again isn't there some sort of disconnect hey, there that's confusing <laughs> maybe in his great america you can grab pussies that's true you that is know. honestly that's what it comes down to that you're right so true. i think so yeah. yeah hit it on the head that's that sad. is what it is it's all right. the america they want all right you guys that was the news we'll be right back uh with our special reports thank you for listening to muller she wrote we would not be here if it weren't for the support of our patrons. And this week, we're adding more bonus content for our subscribers, including bonus episodes. They'll be released throughout the week. And we're going to probably start up a closed Facebook group for patrons to continue the discussion after the show is over, with the hosts included. So that should be fun. And that's all in addition to the weekly newsletter with links to pictures and articles, infographics, and all the references we make in the show. Uh, and my personal research notes are included in that as well. Muller, she wrote, uh, swag is also available like t-shirts tote bags and stickers and of course our sexy justice calendar that's coming out I believe in April so please join our patrons and support women in podcasting by visiting MullerSheWrote.com and clicking subscribe your Muller addiction will thank you all right. Thank you guys so much for listening. Again, we really appreciate it. Let's go over to Jalisa for her information on the Russian professor, Mifsud. Mifsud. It's an interesting name. Who I'll told give you credit her. for that. Joseph Mifsud. I always want to say Miss Fud. I do too. Yeah, I, wa- I want Fud to be in there. He's from, he, he's not from here, uh, but he is the professor who told Papadopoulos that Russia had turned on Hillary, as we mentioned before. He actually told Papadop two months before the DNC knew they were even hacked. So this guy was in it. And now he seemingly disappeared, leaving behind a pissed off fiance and newborn child. The child is probably also pissed off, I would imagine. Um, so the It's hard to gauge an infant's pissed offness. I can only imagine. So uh, it's kind of like, ah. <laughs> you can tell in the eyes. You're like, exactly. is it taking a shit or is it angry? Both. An angry shit. 
So the fiance is a 31-year-old Ukrainian woman named Anna, and she hasn't heard from uh, Joseph since she was seven months pregnant. And this is around the time in October when all of the news broke out that he was the guy that started the whole they have dirt on Hillary thing. So um, this became a huge deal. This guy was planning his life. He obviously recently got engaged, was having a baby. And, and seemingly, according to this woman, at least, he was prepared to to stick around. And when all of this happened in October and then in February, when the 13 Russian, you know, in the troll farm were indicted by Mueller, Joseph just left. And his name stood out from the indictment a lot. So we're guessing he left because of this. Um, so after all this happened, his name disappeared from the university he taught at. His email and cell phone went dead. He even stopped sending his fiance Anna WhatsApp messages, which he sent a ton that she shared with BuzzFeed. What messages? WhatsApp. Oh, WhatsApp. I've never used it, but yeah, I'm guessing it's, you know, text messages. And uh, yeah, she, she shared all of this with BuzzFeed. And the thing is, a year ago, BuzzFeed reached out to her and they wanted her to speak about this a lot sooner. But she said that at least then her relationship was private. But recently she changed her mind because she feels like Joseph may have misled her. <laughs> you think? So she's had a change of heart. Well, why do you think he disappeared? Is it in there? I mean, basically, it's because he's at the center of the Mueller investigation now. And But who's he hiding from? I mean, if I had to guess, I want to say, because here, here's the things that he said in the WhatsApp messages. that. Do you she think sh- maybe Putin promised him a, or like a, like a witness protection relocation? I'm like, wondering if... I'll disappear you if you do this for me? It's or? either that or it seems like he's running from Putin because he was telling her in the last few messages before they like went radio silent that he was hanging on to his health, like he was fighting for his life. And maybe it was poisoned again. I wonder. Not again, like he wasn't poisoned, but, right, maybe, but like, maybe Putin poisoned someone mm-hmm. again. But why would he be running from Putin if he was doing what Putin wanted? Exactly. So, I mean, at this point, that's the big question mark. Uh, but I mean, the only connection we have now is his fiance. And she said, he never helped me, only talk and promises. Uh, and at this point, all we have are these texts. So there's a lot of screenshots. Maybe we can include some in the newsletter or something. But he Yeah, yeah. Send those to Jordan. We'll get them out in the newsletter. Yeah, we can show the best ones because there are dozens. And yeah, at this point, uh, BuzzFeed has has all of this. And he the main highlights from the text messages is that... Well, if they were text messages, they're clearly biased. Then they need to not be part of this. <laughs> Photoshopped. Yeah, not fake mm-hmm. news. Uh, so he basically would brag to his fiance a lot, allegedly, uh, about having dinner with Russian foreign minister Sergei Lavrov. Is that how you pronounce yeah, it? Yeah, Lavrov. He's- yeah. Yeah. Everyone knows that guy. Mm-hmm, that guy, yeah. And he also, uh, the messages also show that Mifsud traveled to Saudi Arabia last spring at the exact time that Trump did his first overseas trip. Marshall Plan? Ding, ding, ding. Mm-hmm. So that's where we're left. I mean, at this point, I know it's kind of hearsay with with the fiance. The Saudis have a lot of money. Oh, a yes. A lot of money. And I wouldn't be surprised if, if, the, if the Trumpies and the Manafortsies and the Kushneries of the world weren't trying to get some some of that exactly sweet sweet Saudi Arabian money to pay off <laughs> yeah, their that debts. Yeah, that sword dance know? they were doing. They were like, just pay me. <laughs> so yeah, at, at this point, we only have the word of of this fiance. So he's Anna. gone. He's been disappeared. He's, he's gone. We can't hear no, from him. Literally, no one. Knows no where one. He no is. politicians. No friends. Nothing. Mueller doesn't know where he is. Apparently, like it's just this he woman. He knows where he is. You know, I want to believe he does. Like that would be the cherry on top to all this. But apparently, no one can find him. Wow. So all we have are these messages. And like I said. 
it. There's tons of them. We'll include the best ones. But at this point, uh, the highlights is that he he knew Russian guys. He bragged about how much he knew them. He was the guy that dropped the dirt about the emails. Mm -hmm. And then he disappeared when the heat was on. So he also said that he also apparently, according to the shift memo, said that he would help anonymously disseminate those emails. And that's a big thing that we're going to go over in our bonus episode. So, yeah. uh, Anyway, wow, that's. That's weird that mm-hmm. he's just completely missing, and I can't, I can't, I can't make sense of it because yeah. oh, who's he hiding from? Exactly. Yeah. Um, because you don't need to hide from Mueller, uh, right? We, you know, we we could indict you, but you, Putin's not going to. Ex- yeah, you know, he's not from here, so I extradite wonder. Extradite anyone? Yeah, what's he running to? What's he running from? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Unless, unless, of course, it was. You know, that that maybe, like I said, um, Putin promised him a new life with a new name somewhere if he did this. I don't. I'm yeah. Just yeah. No, that's what I'm Couldn't thinking. Be, go, go ahead. Yeah. Well, I was just thinking maybe he knows too much information or something and Putin doesn't yeah. want him to release more. That's what it sounds like. This whole fighting for my you life. You know what? It could be there, there. This could be a deal where he's a he's a soldier, uh, like a, a marching orders guy, like a goon, a lackey. Oh yeah. For Putin, and Putin sends people out to do things, mm-hmm. uh, low level guys, and then they disappear. They they die. Oh man. Because he doesn't want them to be captured and and told. He might have known all along that that was his plan, and he made this woman think. I mean, that actually probably sounds like the most reasonable uh, thing. Yeah. Is he's either hiding from Putin. Or he's been or working with him, and, and no, or he's been re- removed by Putin. Oh, so you're saying either way, Killed. you don't think like Putin would keep gone. him? Oh no, that would be crazy. because he's a liability. So oh, you yeah. don't leave any witnesses alive. Oh, yeah, he maybe exactly. didn't even mean to have a wife and, and child. Maybe that was just like a coincidence along the way, and he's like, oh, maybe I can make it happen. Well, you know, the way that Putin works probably is he had dirt on on this guy mm-hmm. uh, on Mifsud. Yeah. And Mifsud had no choice but to do this work uh, for Putin. Yeah. And Putin doesn't like to leave any loose ends or mm-hmm. doesn't like to have anybody out there who could spill the beans on him and had him uh, rubbed out. Because yeah. the guy seemed to want to have the kid, like in the earlier messages. I mean, that sounds like Scarface shit, but that's exactly. the level of shit that we're dealing with. It sounds yeah. so Putin crazy. is evil, super, super He's a evil. villain. He ruins lives. And this guy, at least in the messages that I read, it sounds like he wanted to have a life and... Putin's not the kind of guy that gives a crap about yeah, that. Nope. Well, oh, and I wanted to tell you, and I'm sorry that this is completely non sequitur, but I was reminded um, that, remember when I was talking about how uh, the Qatari people like wouldn't loan Kushner money and then they got a blockade uh, against him yeah. um, by our government mm-hmm. in conjunction with Saudi Arabia? Saudi Arabia. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, the Qataris were here visiting a couple weeks ago, and they were ready to hand over the evidence to Mueller that they had this quid pro quo deal with Kushner, what? but they decided not to. Okay. And it was orchestrated with other countries. So, uh, but the Qataris were starting to get in good again with Trump, so they didn't mm-hmm. want to mess that up, and they didn't want to get involved in an, in a in a you know, basically a lawsuit against Trump. Right. Because uh, Trump had, holds the power mm-hmm. over them. But the other countries that were involved might have given that information over to Mueller. I don't know. Oh, they didn't say anything about I that. I hope so. Anyway, completely off topic. I love it, though. Thank you so much for that. Of that course. Was, that's kind of creepy. Yeah. Um, I, I, I personally think it's, now that I've talked it out, I think it's the... Uh, uh, He's a liability. He has to be removed Mm -hmm. um, because he knows so much, just like you said. Yeah. Jordan. All right. So, Jordan, speaking of Jordan, you have a crazy story about a Russian model in a Thai prison. Are you ready for the sex girls? The hot, hot, lead, hot, big, hot 
All right, let's hear it. All right, a lot of juicy stories today. So this one coming up, uh, it came out on the news four days ago. And her name is, so a Russian model named Anastasia Vashukevich, mm. I think is how you say that. She is currently in a Thai jail and she was locked up. Also important to know, she actually goes by the name Nastya Ribka. That's where you can look her up on Instagram, which I highly recommend you do if this story <laughs> is at all interesting to you. There's like racy photos on there because she's a model and I don't know if sex worker, I sex guess. Sex coach. Sex coach. Oh. Yes. So there's some racy photos on there. But so she puts out this message saying that when she was in Thailand teaching these sex. so great if the sex workers save the world. Yeah. <laughs> that would be pretty epic. The more I looked at the Instagram, though, and I don't know if this is just a language barrier thing, but <laughs> but, <laughs> but it does seem pretty nonsensical, some of the stuff. The captions? Yeah, I mean, first off, they're in Russian, so you have to do the translate me right. thing, and then you do that, and then uh, maybe maybe that's why they seem super, super nonsensical, okay. but but it is, it's at the very least manic, although I would say if you're, you know, if you have involvements with top Russian officials and you're convinced that you're being imprisonated because of that, that would, that would mm -hmm. make sense. Oh, yeah. So, she is... In Thailand right now, and her and then I think a crew of 10 people it was that were going to teach sex lessons in Thailand. They've been there for a little bit. For a sex minute. on the beach. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. Don't do that, by the way. Yeah. Sand doesn't make a good lubricant. I can't imagine. I never understood that fantasy. No, me neither. Me yeah. neither. No. Yeah. Never tried it. Probably never will. Um, okay. <laughs> I digress. I'm just thinking like... About logistics. So that. she had a crew of 10. Yes. So she had, so she has a crew of, of, yes, exactly. Sex coaches. And they, they were arrested on February 26th and they're being held in Thailand along with, yeah, these other Russians in the city of Pattaya for running so-called sex training sessions. Mm -hmm. Ribka, who I'm just going to call Which her from so now Which is so unusual in Thailand. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Thai I, prisons are like known to be uh, well, fucking I, horrible. That, first of all, is a huge weird red flag for me that she was arrested, uh, just so happened to be the person who got video of Deripaska of on the yacht. You don't get arrested for giving sex classes in Thailand. They have 12-year-old boys who can shoot ping pong balls out of their ass. Like, if you're a sailor and you're in the Navy, you've been to Thailand, you know that that's what they that's do. That's the thing. Yeah, yeah. Or in part of Thailand, it, yeah. yeah, you don't get arrested for doing jumping jacks yeah. on the beach coaching sex stuff so that first to me is like a what yes so apparently they're saying that it's because some people have have expired visas and there's other immigration problems because it's the they're being held in an immigration detention center i wonder so so oh yeah visa violation yeah visa okay, violation so it wasn't yeah. that they got arrested for sex coaching it was a visa thing no well, i feel snitched? like yeah, well, so I feel like the the article that I read said something about it being related to the sex lessons, or like Ill essentially, um, I think it was just illegally working. It might basically. have been just not the nature of the work, but yeah, but just illegally working. So okay, so they all get arrested, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, and so since they were arrested, uh, she posts videos. I imagine. She's posting videos and Instagram posts from the inside of the van that's actually transporting her to these different prisons. So Whoa. I, th I'm, they must not confiscate so not phones until. Or, yeah, yeah, they. I think they just throw them in or something, Which and then smuggle it. And then, yeah. Oh, that's true too. Oh shit, maybe, but. 
So she's she posts she, so she posts this message and it's essentially God, she looks like she's like a size negative double yes. zero though. I hope it's not an iPhone eight plus because <laughs> oh that, god, that's like the an iPad. That's the width of her entire. Never mind. Yeah, that is true. That, I mean, maybe at one point, but <laughs> <laughs> but no. Um, so she's so she's in there and she posts this she posts this video and she's essentially just pleading for asylum with the United States, saying, "I know that this that the Russians are behind this. I've been involved in this video scandal that's connecting Russian officials to the Trump campaign and is going to expose their ties. Essentially, I know Putin doesn't want this information out. I'm positive that this has been ordered by Russia and that I'm going to die. I'm either going to oh, die no. in a Thai prison." Or the Russians are going to come and get me, and I'm going to rot in a jail cell. She'll be extradited yes. and, and beaten to death. Yes. A la Magnitsky. And, yes. Just and, for not having visas? But, well, no, well, not no. really. That's, yeah. that's the reason that's that Russia for... used to get them to do that. And, and, and up, that's man. conjecture, I guess. But honestly, just it gets fucking crazy. So they've been moved, since they were first arrested, they've been moved to three different prisons. And they actually paid bail at one of their prisons and then they were released for like 10 minutes and then the thai police denied their rights to obtain visas and arrested them again and so now they're being held in a jail cell and they have they have people that are like like i said if you look at her instagram it's kind of confusing because it's like these look like very free living people for for being detained but i think it's like one of her friends has her phones or something and is posted from her account yeah but she's still definitely in they are yeah like they are in prison but there's like photos of her sitting on the cement ground in the jail cell because she's been like vomiting and she's sick and they're not giving her doctors and it's it's, horrible conditions did you read any reason for us to like feel bad or because it sounds like a really sad story like is there anything about her because i just i can't imagine that she did anything wrong just by the sound of it like it's just so here's the only thing is that this this story broke like ag talked about it broke before this happened and she didn't produce evidence then that really substantiated mm. things other than the video that right. she gave from her phone yeah. that was on that yacht. kind of like the Stormy Daniels, like, I've got stuff, but I'm not telling. Yeah. I've got stuff, well, but yeah. I'm not telling. And you just think about, you know, politicians, sex workers and politicians go hand in hand, yeah. obviously. Yeah. So these women are constantly, at, or men, honestly, mm-hmm. are constantly in the know of information and just keeping it to themselves as part of the game. And and playing with that so it sounds like she's just caught in a really horrible situation but so then she she learns uh that a russian official uh named nikolai patrushev who is the head of russia's security council and former head of the fsb is in thailand he just got to thailand okay so now it's like this is obviously related to russia absolutely i wonder if he's gonna go get her Exactly. And that's honestly what, like, this isn't even really conjecture. I wonder if, if you Mueller just, even sees it as something that's exactly worth anything. Ex- or, that's the sad thing is she's calling for Mueller to come and save her, but I don't think Mueller even really needs her. Aww. And so I don't, I don't know if America has like a, like a civil duty or something or like a, like an ethical duty to 
respond to that cry for help when it's but it's just so out of their jurisdiction it's, yeah, it's no, like not really we it's don't just really so shitty i mean unless he finds her to be a valuable witness he can ask for extradition yeah um but you, he can't just you know put on some armor and go <laughs> yeah you know, rescue exactly her from the tower exactly so she 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 writes in one of her posts quote I'm ready to give you all of the missing puzzle pieces, support them with videos and audios regarding the connections of our respected lawmakers with Trump, Manafort, and the rest. I know a lot. I'm waiting for your offers, and I'm waiting for you in a Thai prison. So that's what she initially says. Poor thing. That's like a suicide note, too, if if Putin gets a hold of that. It's really, really tragic because it's, it's like... What can we, what a helpless feeling. Mm-hmm. This person honestly is just, it's weird that the world is sort of informed watching, of, of yeah. yeah, of what's going on. But I r- honestly do not see how it's not tied to Russia totally and is. to that video. But because, like you said, we just, he just might not need her. And, ah, oh, it yeah. sucks. And, and so this is, yeah, Ribka, this woman, she came under the spotlight in recent weeks after the Russian opposition politician, he's Putin's opposition in this upcoming election navalny Navalny. Mm -hmm. uh published an investigation earlier this month on his anti-corruption foundation website into her connections with some of russia's richest and most powerful men and if you look at her instagram it says in her bio it says uh it says deripaska's mistress on on her thing so she's like super super yeah there's there's pictures of her uh, yeah and deripaska wow yeah noodles yeah, and this is all regarding an August 2016 yacht trip with Russian billionaire Oleg Deripaska and Deputy Prime Minister Sergei Prokhodko. Uh, so Dude, this is where it a gets month scary. after um, Manafort promised uh, Deripaska campaign briefings, um, yes, probably to pay him back the eight million dollars that he owes him since he stopped going after him legally. Yes, for it uh, using an intermediary Limkin. Lim- anyway. Yeah, and that's exactly what Navalny says you can hear in the video is that is uh, you can hear the two men discussing Russia's poor relationship with the United States and essentially what would lead to any sort of man debts that we have information wise. I won't even say we fuck that Manafort is not a fucking American. He is a piece of shit person (laughs) that is a lone wolf, an actual lone wolf. Right. That I, I don't know. I mean, yeah. Okay. Um, so, uh, last thing to wrap up, just another sad thing that she wrote that is really powerful. She says, if we go back to Russia, we will die in Russians prison or they will kill us. This is very serious. Please USA help us not to die from Russians. And that is the very empathetic approach to all this. There's also another approach where, like I said, if you read her Instagram, it's kind of just like, oh, what the fuck is going on? Because I... I know, too, that a lot like Stormy Daniels, these people knowingly get involved in these really sketchy things. So an element of it is obviously not you had it coming, but it is kind of like, what were you doing fucking around with those right. guys? What did you obviously, expect? Not that you deserve to die not in a Russian all. gulag, but it is not like a, what? She playing was just fire. an innocent person. Like, she's obviously <laughs> playing the game with information that she's collected exactly. over the years because she's refused to give up the evidence before. Mm-hmm. Now that she's in a Thai prison and she knows that the Russians are coming for her, now she's, like, wanting to talk. Damn. Of course. And, I mean, it, it could be as simple as we get her out of the Thai prison, we interview her, and if it's not worth anything, we extradite her to Russia. Yeah, and okay. then she still dies. 
Well, that would be something. I mean, I know. Give Mueller. her a chance to, sh- to see if, 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 if I, I'm not Mueller by any stretch of the means, <laughs> but any stretch of the imagination. But if I were, I'd be like, I'd be interested to see what she has to say. I'd be interested to see if she's got video or audio. Yeah. I'll bring her in here. If she doesn't uh, produce any proffer that is worth anything to me, I will extradite her back to Russia. Um, that's... I, yeah, she, sorry. She's not part of my legal system. So yeah, exactly. That's the law. Yeah. Um, well, anyway, that's a tough one. Thank you very much for that. Thank that's you, Jordan. crazy. Uh, anyway, all right. So this week, I wanted to talk a little bit about the four stories that broke this week. Four stories that were leaked by witnesses, uh, witnesses or, or a witness or witnesses that spoke to the Mueller team exclusively to uh, NBC. I think one to CNN. Uh, first, we had the story about Mueller looking into Trump's activity in Russia in 2013-2014. Mm-hmm. Uh, according to NBC, a witness that had been questioned by the Office of Special Counsel said that Mueller was looking into when Trump had told the Russians he was running for president. We reported this on a prior episode based on a Seth Abramson Twitter thread that Trump had, in fact, visited Moscow in 2013 and began speaking to Putin lackeys about running for president. This came on the heels of Trump's tweet. About the 13 Russian indictments, I was telling you before, his his tweet saying this happened in 2014, mm-hmm. uh, uh, way before I ran for president. Uh, and since he's referred to the news as uh, dated, but we know via Russian social media posts and some interviews with Trump lawyer Cohen, remember that guy, the guy who's mm-hmm. paid yeah. off Stormy Daniels, that Trump had told Russians in early trips to Moscow in 2013 he was thinking about a presidential run. Uh, he had reportedly written a letter of intent saying as such, saying as much. Uh, and Cohen said in, in an interview that he and Trump had spent some money on straw polling in preparation for a bid for the White House in 2013. Hmm. So it's public knowledge at that point. Shortly, right. shortly after that, Trump was overpaid for the Miss Universe pageant in Moscow, where he hmm. met with a group of Putin proxies to discuss his intentions, uh, along uh-huh. with the Trump Tower Moscow deal. Um, the next day... NBC dropped another story sourced by witnesses that had interviewed with Mueller saying that um, Mueller was homing in on when Trump knew about the hacked emails from the DNC and Podesta. This came to our attention because when the Dem memo was released last week, pointed out it pointed out that the Russian professor that you were talking about, Jalisa, right. that um, he didn't only just tell Papadop that the Russians had emails, but that they would help disseminate them anonymously on behalf of the campaign. Oh. And we have a bonus episode coming up this week, as I told you about uh, before, uh, regarding that. So check that out. Then another story dropped again from NBC that Mueller's team has been asking about Trump's intentions to and frame of mind when he was toying with the idea of firing Sessions. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is the part of the investigation uh, that's looking into obstruction of justice. Um, and likely this is an attempt to show that Trump had corrupt intent to fire Sessions. Because Sessions recused himself, remember when when mm-hmm. Trump got all mad about that because mm-hmm. he wasn't going to protect him. Uh, and if Mueller can show that Trump's intent was to impede the Russia probe, he could have enough for an obstruction of justice. Would hearsay, um, like if, if someone testified um, within the scope of the investigation and said, yeah, I know Trump's like was aware of this would that count is that considered evidence like just someone's testimony alone no i i wouldn't allow that um you're going to have to have emails or or something some sort textual of proof. documents yeah. okay or someone who if trump told them that he that that's what he thought mm-hmm. you know um, okay you, you yeah usually you you need pretty hard evidence for for it to prove intent and it's hard to prove yeah 
Um, and then finally, NBC reported that witnesses had told them that Mueller was looking into whether or not the loans that Kushner got from Apollo and Citibank influenced White House policy. We talked about that a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, since then, um, as I as I went over, several stories have uh, emerged outlining quid pro quo in those cases, including the one I mentioned um, that he received uh, the loans and then dropped the SEC investigation against Apollo firm. Right. Uh, again, we don't know if they're connected, but mm-hmm. they happen real close to each other. Yeah. And Kushner apparently backed a Qatari blockade um, when a deal with a Qatari investor to dump money into his 666 property uh, fell through. <laughs> <laughs> and like I said, this is really troubling because Qatar is, is one of our key allies fighting ISIS in the region. They've, they're an ally. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Whatever. So we have these four stories all about what Mueller is asking, all from a witness or witnesses in the case, and all from NBC, I think except one was CNN. Okay. And all of these came right out about the same time that Josh Raffel and Hope Hicks left the White House. Hmm. So here's where we get into speculation and conjecture. What do you guys think is going on? Because where are these leaks coming from? Are they coming from Hope Hicks and Josh Raffel? Um, they all seemingly come from one set of sources hmm. and to mostly one news organization. Um, and is, and all these things could have been asked months ago. Right. Um, but why are they all coming out right now? Is Mueller telling people to leak this stuff? Right. To slowly. bait Trump? What yeah. do you guys think? What do you think? Yeah, I was going to say, for the people that have flipped, do you know at all what the language is for their plea deals in terms of speaking to press? I imagine it's don't. (laughs) You're not supposed to. But is there any sort of super, like, maybe there's My understanding is you're allowed to speak to the press that you're allowed to tell them you were interviewed. Uh, but I don't think you can talk about what you talked about. Right, the ongoing investigation. that That would make sense. But yeah. so it's probably. Do you think it's safe to rule out the people that have flipped? Then, yeah, I don't know. As the sources of the leaks, I wonder. Yeah, I guess since yeah, hopes and Jared, or is that the guy's name? Jared is the other one. Uh, Her friend, uh, Josh. Raffle. Josh. There we go. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it would make sense that since they're the only ones that haven't flipped yet, that they would have a little more flexibility there. But I, I don't know. I mean, top top White House aides, are they going to have access to these things? Because I, I keep seeing in all of the leaks a top White House aide who wants to remain anonymous. Well, these are witnesses who've been interviewed by Mueller. That's what it was. Oh, oh It didn't, didn't say top, okay. top White House aide. It said these are all four of these stories came from witnesses Got that it. have been interviewed by the Mueller investigation or the Mueller team saying that these are the questions Mueller's asking. Mm-hmm. And they all came out on Tuesday and Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And... And that's right when Hope Hicks was being called stupid and right when she resigned. Um, Sounds like it might involve her. To I don't know. I don't know. Or, <laughs> yeah. P- a period. Do, you, do you think it's a high up person or do you think or high up people or do you think it's people that are more or less under the radar, not maybe household names? Maybe it's Bannon, like somebody who just can't get enough of the press or <laughs> and then is Mueller allowing it or? Or orchestrating it, or does Mueller not care? I, I right. mean, I, I have to imagine that Mueller, when he interviews people, he interviews them knowing that the information will get out, mm-hmm. uh, or just assuming it'll get out, just so that he has all of his bases covered. Yeah, uh, I, it's so hard to say right now. I yeah. know, and and hindsight is twenty twenty. You know, mm-hmm. vote so. guys, get out, vote. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm not sure. But anyway, interesting discussion. Good thing to think about. So yeah. uh, if you have any ideas, hit us up on Twitter at Muller She Wrote. I'd like to hear them. Uh, we'll be right back. Thanks for listening to Muller She Wrote. Your feedback is our most valuable tool. So please leave us a comment on Podbean, rate us on iTunes and Facebook, or help us make the podcast by visiting MullerSheWrote.com and clicking subscribe. Patrons don't have to listen to ads like this one. And if you follow us on Twitter and like us on Facebook, you'll be automatically entered to win a PlayStation 4 because mentioning PlayStation tricks the algorithm on social media. We can't do this without you, so thank you so much for your support. All right, welcome back, you guys. It's time for the Fantasy Indictment League. Yeah. All right, so I'm adding Raffle, Josh Raffle. Okay. To uh, plea deals. Yeah. And I'm moving Hicks from Innocent Witness to plea deal. Mm -hmm. I don't think she's innocent anymore. I think she had to do with crafting that statement. Exactly. Um, uh, And, yeah, so I don't know. If if Mueller can prove... Oh, oh, wait, no. So Okay, so I'm moving Hicks to the plea deal and raffle to plea deal. Corallo, I'm adding to uh, to the witness list. Um, maybe the plea deal list if Mueller can prove he committed a crime. That's the guy mm-hmm. who quit right. uh, after the Air Force One discussion went down. Uh, I think it would be awesome if... <laughs> I was thinking about Paige the other day. He hasn't been charged with anything and he seems like the dumbest Ooh. guy. But wouldn't it be awesome if Paige were a triple agent and the FISA applications to surveil him were all for show and he's been informing on Trump since he left the campaign? <laughs> Some people have been speculating that, right? He's a PhD. Yeah. You know, that's actually hard to get. He's smart at something. We know that. <laughs> Unless it's like an honorary PhD from the University of Phoenix or something. Yeah. <laughs> do they do that? But there's, they do everything. But I don't know. It would be so crazy. There are now more the Russians. There, I have now also added more Russians on the indictment uh, yes. fancy list because uh, I think that the next indictment is going to be these Russians for hacking yeah. uh, for hacking the DNC. More and specific, yep, going in more in depth. So Joseph uh, Miff said he is one of those Russians, right? He's got to be. I mean, he's already in the first batch, but I think he's going to show up again. He could be. Yeah, yeah. I'm not quite sure. But uh, there's something that could mess it up, though, which is why we have sabotage. Oh. You're so cute. Like, I've never done this. <laughs> I forget. Yeah. You just placed oh. it so well. I didn't see it coming that yeah. time. That's good. Out of nowhere. <laughs> uh, all right. So this week, it was reported Ivanka could be in trouble, and she's having her business dealing scrutinized by the Mueller team. Right. And I was immediately reminded of a story. Now, normally, my sabotage is late-breaking news. But this sabotage is late-breaking I-remembered-shit-from-a-year-ago. Oh. Uh, <laughs> so, like I said, Mueller's scrutinizing Ivanka now and I was immediately reminded of a story that came out a year ago about her oversight of a Trump property that was built in Azerbaijan. The New Yorker did a Where piece. Where is that? Sorry. <laughs> Azerbaijan. In the world. Sorry, I, yeah, it's, like... it's over there, Jordan. <laughs> the New Yorker did a piece on the hotel in, in Baku, which is the capital of Azerbaijan, um, as a possible conduit for shady business activity. 
The property may have enabled money laundering, may have enabled bribery and other corrupt activities that would violate the Foreign Corrupt Practices Act, the FCPA. Mm -hmm. The U.S. passed this act in response to the Iranian Revolutionary Guard participating in drug trafficking and sponsoring terrorism abroad. And they might have had an actual hand in corruption at this hotel. Okay. So the act says that the, basically what the what this act says is that U.S. businesses can't claim ignorance when it comes to corruption. Mm. It's called the head in the sand loophole. Love okay. that. Yeah, okay. that's very good. So it further it also it further it says that a company can't unknowingly benefit from corruption. So if you if you build a hotel in a corrupt place and there's corrupt shit going on and you benefit from it and you have no idea about it, you're still liable, legally yes. liable. Very good. That's the FCPA. So, uh, the the F is for foreign, you said? uh, It is Foreign Corrupt Practices Act. Uh, So Trump has been, uh, no surprise here, openly critical of that law. (laughs) Uh, I don't want to have to know things. I don't want to have to know anything. Knowing things is hard. I want want to be able to do business in corrupt areas without being responsible. I legitimately have dementia. What happens then? (laughs) (laughs) You plead insanity and step down. 25th Amendment, get out. Um, uh, But anyway, the deal uh, could have also violated U.S. sanctions against Iran. So this could be, and Ivanka oversaw the whole thing. There's pictures of her on her Instagram in her hard hat in Azerbaijan going, I'm here running the thing. Oh, my God. So this deal. Was it worth the likes, Ivanka? (laughs) 7,203 likes, by the way. That's funny (laughs) that you mentioned that. Not worth it, though. Uh, I didn't write that down. It's literally off the top of my head right now. That's amazing. You'll see that. And double check me on that. I think it's it's 72. It probably changed at this point. I think it's 7203. What was a picture? It was a screen grab. Oh, okay. Yeah. At the time, um, so and it, it could have violated sanctions against Iran, which is a big deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this could be what's been keeping Ivanka from getting her clearance oh. since she was in charge of that project until 2015 when it just fell apart. Yeah, it just died because of corruption. Wow! So she's under investigation for that. Yeah. So yeah. are we going to put her on the indictment list? I'm going to say, yep. Damn. That's a good time. That's for the that. sabotage, and I think that she's either going to go plea deal or indictment. I yeah. mean, whoa. It seems cold, but I feel like that's sexist on my part. I feel like it's just because it's Ivanka Trump, and I'm like, that seems harsh. I mean, if, if Donald I Trump is your dad, there's there's a little her closer because she's heart. never she's never been explicitly an asshole. So unlike the rest of the lot, so it's a little bit more difficult to get on board with. She learned from his mistakes. She's less <laughs> explicit. About her assholeness. Yeah. Yeah. I like her too, though. I will say that. I feel like she's, she's not pretty. as bad as him. Yeah, yeah. She's great. She's smart. And I think yeah, she could smart, be a better person a smart than him. Woman. It's yeah. sad to lose a, a, like a openly smart, strong woman. Right. I don't know if she needs to go to jail to learn the lesson, but I, I do think she needs some kind of I don't know, you guys. She's pretty basic with her beach waves and her Tommy Hill figure. <laughs> I can't yeah. even deal with it. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. Says your host. Standards have been lowered. Says your host real. that's wearing free people, Lululemon, and Uggs. <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, anyway. Free I, people. Come on. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if they donate to freeing people. Um, <laughs> all right, so... No, it'd be horrible if they didn't. Let's get to questions and comments. Oh, right, yeah. like... like we're, gonna, like, we're just going to be called liberation. <laughs> yeah. And only allows, like, tra- like <laughs> child workers yeah. to make our clothes. That's, um, that's Make that's America hack. Great Again, is what yeah, that is. Yeah, nice. it is. And I also think that maybe Trump could come out with a line of neckties called alleged mob ties. I think Ooh. that would be good. Mm. All right. So we got questions and comments up the booty Ooh. this week. I'm very excited. Uh, we're catching on. Hey. Um, Jerry at JC Dulos one tweeted, quote, 
Scott Dworkin once said, if Manafort flips, he predicts Trump will resign within two weeks. What do you think? That wouldn't stop Mueller's investigation, would it? Uh, if Manafort flips, I don't know. I think it, I think we'd be hard pressed to see Trump resign for anything. Yeah. Uh, although, hmm, I don't know. That's tough. That would be a game changer for sure. Because I, if you resign the office, then you are susceptible to criminal, criminal like prosecution. Just, exactly. So you can go to jail. It. Yeah, yeah. So what it would do is it would put the heat on this investigation like no other thing has done. Yeah. But yeah, it doesn't guarantee that Trump will give in. I would stay in the White House because we don't know if you can indict a sitting president and put him in jail. But we do mm-hmm. know that if he's not, mm-hmm. he can go... We've never had a president voted out by both uh, the House and the Senate, right? This, this no, would, we've never okay. had. So we've had very we've difficult. had a president. We've had presidents impeached, impeached but, but they yeah, uh, only one resigned. One resigned and one stayed. Wow. Um, yeah, Trump wouldn't leave. I don't think so. <laughs> no matter what, he'll this, stay as long as he can. I Go think ahead. so too. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I yeah, and I think also I'm very invested in this idea that Manafort is honestly just running from Putin at this point, mm. or or trying to keep himself safe yeah, from Putin. Yeah, yeah. Got questions coming up. Yeah. Oh, okay. Cool. Hold yeah, because Putin's a crazy fuck. <laughs> he is. Yeah. He's an, he's a madman. Uh, at Elon Guido, we might die. That's like, <laughs> I just like Elon Guido. That's like the Mexican Elon Musk. Oh yeah. Or the Italian. Excuse me. The Italian. Like, remember Father Guido Sarducci? No, you don't. You guys are in your twenties. <laughs> Uh, quote, there has been a flurry of news recently. Any chance this means the timetable for the investigation uh, is going to end sooner than midterm elections? Or does this mean it will take longer than expected? Normally, an investigation of this type takes 18 months. Yeah. Gosh, your guess is as good as mine. I don't think that all this stuff would be leaking right now if he weren't close to getting all the evidence he needs. But mm-hmm. putting together cases and indictments can take a while. And then we also have the trials. The Manafort trial is the first trial for this whole thing. Yeah, and it right. doesn't even start till September. And yeah. he's ready for it, though. So we'll note that. He is ready. So I think, yeah, he's ready to go. <laughs> but I think what I think what would matter here is what is your definition of ending this investigation? Right. Is it indicting Trump? Is it... Trump leaving? Is it all the trials are done and wrapped up? I'd say any of those things would, to me, seem like the beginning of the end. Yeah. Well, but when is it over? Yeah. I honestly think at the point that Mueller has thoroughly investigated every lead that he has deemed legitimate and and whatever conclusions he comes to, Mm -hmm. that's when I would be... So not including the trials necessarily, but just the presentation of no the, definitely definitely the trials as and well i don't know okay. what word presentation is but i <laughs> yeah. just said it uh, yeah. no, so definitely trials, trials as everything's well. over people yeah. are sentenced his, all of his proceedings are done that's going to be end of 2019 Mueller, wow i think I, yeah. we're going to go for a while and hey. at least i hope so because you know we need advertisers we got so. job security yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh that's the most terrible what are we going to do when this is done oh god <laughs> that's the most terrible reason for at all to do any of this this is not we'll why i do this. fiction i hope i hope you guys know that this is not why I do this. I, no. I yeah. All right, but seriously, what we what I I know what we're gonna do. We're gonna continue uh, justice in politics when we're done with this. Oh, it'll, absolutely, it'll still be Mueller. Uh, yeah, she wrote. that's true. This is America after all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it'll still be Mueller. She wrote, but I want to continue on with justice in politics. Yeah, um, yeah. I think it's a it's a really Aww. worthwhile cause. So. Definitely, this is, this is a big moment in our podcast. Yeah. Yeah. just said, join me, won't you, at the end of 2019? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Seth Taylor asked, "Is it's at Seth underscore Taylor asked, mm-hmm. is anybody gonna get that?" Russian girl in Thailand. I hope God, so, yeah. please. He actually said, "Is anyone going to vet that Russian girl in Thailand?" Oh, but I don't know point. if that was a typo or if he vet. meant, is, "Are they going to? Yeah. Oh, are they going to vet her credibility?" Dude, that's a brilliant typo. Cause... Absolutely, yeah. Both both make sense. Yeah, I, I kind of hope so. Mm-hmm. Get or vet? 
either either one yeah uh, i think they get her and vet her yeah, uh, yeah. I, or I don't think I hope because I, I personally again I said if I was Miller but I'm never even going to ever be close to that guy but if if I were I would be like she says she has audio and video it's worth a it's worth a check I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna see what I can do to bring her over here if I can't I tried right if I can I'm gonna see what her proffer is and uh, I can offer her a deal if it's worthwhile or I can send her back to Russia if, if she played me yeah exactly yeah. so uh, Hannah at stop the old woman oh. asked it's it's stop tht old woman okay asked if trump is distancing himself from ivanka and jared because Mueller is circling jared <laughs> well he did say try to stay in there as long as you can right and with hope out the door who's left to cover up exactly i think he i think he wants to keep as whoever oh. he can that he trusts close to him which would not like you said just be ivanka and jared now but um i mean i think he secretly hates jared i think that's pretty Obvious, it's hard actually, it's hard right? to tell uh because he told Kelly to get rid of him and then he told them don't listen to Kelly. Yeah. I hmm. think this is one of those situations where it's truly impossible to determine what he's thinking, which is most of the time, uh, whether whether it's gun legislation or DACA or yeah. budget uh, or anything, we none of us know and it's been said by top senators on both sides of the aisle we have no idea what he wants and exactly. we have no clear guidance from the White House. Um and I just think this is another one of those situations. Yeah, you don't have a feeling in your in your gut. Uh, in my gut, I think he's probably gonna. I think he'll probably get rid of Kelly and let Jared stay. <gasps> that would be crazy. I also heard on NPR that he has the ability to essentially just—I don't know—pardon isn't the right word, but just overlook the fact that he's not allowed to look at that and yeah, then just it's his show decision. It to him. Oh. He can keep Jared there. He can show Jared that he, he can, can show, show whatever he wants. Wow. He can show me the presidential daily brief yeah. if he wants to. Yeah. Sadly, I am not a Russian sex worker. Yeah. Um, <laughs> One day. I Would I be here doing this if I was? Maybe. You never know. But um, I could. <laughs> Who you know, are you? I could work AG? for free people. <laughs> Who is AG really? <laughs> uh, at Mad Scientist Pod. This is another podcast who follows us. I yeah. like these guys cool. a lot. Nice. They want to know what's going on. Uh, or sorry, they just want to know what's going on. No, um, <laughs> what's going to happen to all the Republicans that back Trump if this thing goes badly for Trump? Mm. Will the Republicans stay in power? Jordan, you have an answer. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I, I got really excited. I was thinking she it was, was going like, to be. Ooh, <laughs> I ooh. snapped and put my hand up. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I well, this is. I thought that she was going to say just Republican base, not not actual Republican oh, okay, elected okay. officials. So oh, she means even the politicians. So. Yeah, what do the you actual think? politicians. What do you think? Uh, well, if it was the base, I was going to say, I think like AG brought up earlier, it's going to take an, you can't flip, you just can't flip people sometimes. Not that easily. Because Trump, they're, Trump, they're, Trump has said one correct thing in his, in his tenure, uh, as a campaign, mm-hmm. uh, uh, person and as president, he said, I could shoot somebody in the middle of Fifth Avenue and my followers wouldn't care. Wow. And that is, wow. That, that, said that? Him saying that. that is the one correct thing he said. Oh, God. He knows what, yeah. what's up. Well, yeah. and, and this is what I think is more important, too, is even, like, the people that Trump and his cabinet members are beholden to just domestically, yeah. regardless of our foreign, you know, Russian contacts, mm-hmm. is they, those people were beholden to these other organizations before exactly. so the the same republicans well yeah 
I'm, I'm essentially just saying that I think the lobbying organizations that exist right now that have had control over the GOP for decades and decades mm-hmm. are going to continue to, and that element of it isn't going to change based right. on what happens with but the what, investigation. But I think what the Republicans that are in power right now will do is, first of all, lose that power. I think Absolutely. That, I think that the, the midterm elections is going to be... And, and, and this isn't bragging, because yes, every first every first midterm, the, po- the party in power it loses shifts. power. Yeah, Obama but, experienced that. But I think that yeah every president pretty mm-hmm. much has but i think that this is going to be uh a record breaking uh shift yeah um we have almost 12 times as many people running for uh Very Repo- nice. for democratic seats but anyway what what i think is going to happen with these republicans is they're going to is like lindsey graham and chuck grassley and and all these guys are going to be like when Mueller comes out with what he comes out with they're going to be like i had no idea Get rid of him now. Yeah, most uh, likely. Oh, and they'll need a fainting couch and they'll clutch their pearls. And But I believe the people, I want to believe the people will not buy it. I think it's pretty clear right now that there is no person in the House GOP that is speaking up and calling Trump out for his crap now. So in a year. Mueller is untouchable. Yeah, Mueller, I think so. Mueller yeah, yeah. isn't the news mm-hmm. saying these things are happening. Mueller is Mueller. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, he was he was appointed uh, by by Bush, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. And then Obama offered him an additional two years, and it took an act of Congress mm-hmm. to extend his exactly. tenure. Yeah. Okay, and Congress voted a hundred to nothing. The Senate oh, voted a hundred to nothing to extend him because he God. is so sexy, good. So what's the big deal now? What's and that the- was a Republican Congress. <laughs> yeah, I wonder. Yeah. I wonder what is is making them so. So I think that what well because they have to back the president because yeah. the president has has is putting the screws to to them and until something big enough comes out mm-hmm. that they can stand behind and go oh ooh, <laughs> yeah i'm on their side now uh, it hasn't happened yet they don't have it oh god just fucking sheep <laughs> we need that pp tape now <laughs> all right uh, speaking of that there's a question coming up soon about oh, that that's pretty oh, funny okay uh, katinka a long time ago <laughs> katinka ljw90631 asked do you think manafort is fighting the charges because he's more afraid of russian thugs coming after him polonia poisoning him for example mm. more than he fears jail time wow. yes yes <laughs> the end yeah yeah uh yeah he, he's not i don't think he's gonna flip I, if he flips that's incredible uh, he's he if he flips he's offered some sort of mifsud yeah uh, <laughs> a kind of disappearing act. invincibility or something that, yeah. <laughs> that where they'll he'll have so much crazy yeah, an underground protection. basement that he's happy oh. with yeah, yeah. To live in forever <laughs> all right so uh she also asked if we think Mueller purposefully leaks these selected stories hmm. uh to pressure certain people and yes not only do i think he leaks him to pressure certain people i think he leaks him to send messages like absolutely uh, mr trump the russians did meddle did do yeah. this uh, yeah or whatever these are i think he he doesn't have to release any of these indictments yeah. so when he does it has a reason behind it yeah i would like to believe he's not actively leaking things with that in mind more so just being like i'm gonna be more lax on this oh, one. oh like yeah go ahead and release it if do you with want it to what you, yeah yeah because you will but i don't know the process guy. He's got a team of people that are just as like, you know, invested in There's them. a legit way to do that. You can put a gag order on anyone that you interview and say okay. you're not allowed to talk to the yeah, press. Yeah. Or, or Congress. You cannot put a gag order on those people. Right. Either way, you're making a statement. I don't know about that. I don't know about the Congress thing. But my point about the leaks is leaking to the press. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's conscious. Mueller can say you aren't allowed. Yeah. yeah. Um, he can gag you. Yeah. Uh, or um, just 
not gagging you. Is just want to let you know. You're I not under any sort of order me. to not talk about this to the press. Um, that's <laughs> the legal way to do it. Uh, I think, I think, yes, I think everything's on purpose. Uh, Kevin Plants wants to know uh, when Mueller finalizes everything. Will there be a congressional showdown or just handcuff city? Hmm. I don't think there'll be handcuff city. Yeah, as nice as uh, that would be. I'm not sure there'll be a congressional showdown. Uh, like I said, I actually think that if Mueller comes out with enough substantial evidence, that will give Republicans in Congress the out that they need to defy Trump and say, I I never wanted to like this guy. Yeah. Uh, I really think that that's going to be like the big sigh of relief in the room. That's why yeah. when, when Mueller was appointed, all the Republicans in Congress were like, Yes, I support this. Yeah, because yeah. oh. at that point, what are you even fighting for? No. It's, it's, yeah, it wouldn't even make any sense to support him. Yeah, then. Exactly. No, and at this point, he's toxic uh, if he supports your campaign. So it's not like you're trying to get reelected. I mean, Roy is here. Janelle uh, Five Hampton Five oh, at like Five Hampton Five. Yeah, yeah. She says, "Quote: Doubtless there are cameras throughout Trump Tower. Uh, it is it naive to think that they've been ordered to maintain them. Who, if anyone, is entitled to view or seize them? Hmm. The meeting with Veselnitskaya and where they all went after was surely recorded. Uh, yes, yes, and yes. Um, Mueller can subpoena those. And the really interesting thing is, is if anyone tries to destroy that evidence or it's made not available, you could be." Um, charged with misprision of nice. covering up a felony, a known Favorite felony, yeah. or obstruction of justice by witness tampering or evidence tampering. Mm-hmm. So I that would be great if they did that. So he, he either has the tapes or he's got a, a, an extra charge on everybody yeah, who got yeah. rid of him. Um, <laughs> Don J. Shithole asks, <laughs> <laughs> if it's found the NRA knowingly took Russian money for the 2016 election, does this open everyone involved to a RICO case? Oh, yeah. Armando was asking about this, too. Uh, yeah. RICO, you have to have two felonies uh, going on. So there ha- would have to be bribery and something else like money laundering. Okay. So, yes, well, we that, might. It could happen. Yeah, I, it's it, likely. It, well, it, I think so. It depends on what happens, right. really. Uh, at Science versus Trump says, do you think Hope is cooperating? The fact she answered no questions reminds me of when Bannon answered no questions because of the interviews he was doing with Mueller. Mm. Is that why she resigned? I don't I don't know if it's why she resigned, but I, I do think personally, and this is just a theory, that they are gagged and they're not allowed to they, – they've been told by Mueller, don't don't answer Congress right. questions. I'll, I'll give you immunity. Very nice. You'll be fine. At – P-O-S-U-T-T-R-U-M-P. Mm-hmm. Pusat Trump asked, okay. who will be indicted next? When? And what will the charges be? Uh, it'll be the Russians. It'll be yes. campaign fraud. It'll be the this Computer Act. And mm-hmm. it'll be a uh, conspiracy against the United States. Nice. At Appflieger, A-P-F-L-I-G-E-R, says, please explain straight up what the fuck a P-tape is. <laughs> <laughs> It never occurred to me. You guys don't know what the P-tape is. Uh, basically, when Russia uh, when Russia was in Trump, uh, kind of, when Trump was in Russia in 2013, uh, he stayed at the Ritz uh, Carlton, and there's cameras in the rooms. Russia always puts cameras in every hotel room that they have, mm-hmm. and apparently he had some prostitutes in that room, and they peed on him and peed on the bed because he wanted them to pee on the bed that Obama slept in. That's right. the pee tape. Which, I mean, honestly, it's funny that he would even hide that because he said he's too much of a germaphobe. But I'm like, that is relatable to like half of America. So if he just came <laughs> out with that and didn't run for presidency, that would be great. <laughs> Selective germaphobe. If a prostitute's peeing on you, all bets are off. Yeah. Uh, at me, I am... Because C- it's like... 
Sorry. But the P-tapes being released don't even really mean anything other than just, like, a hilarious... He's human. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's so funny. Uh, <laughs> at MelMCB23, 23 is my favorite number, good job, nice. said, quote, Hope Hicks kept a diary. Could Mueller subpoena it? He probably already has it, uh, honestly. If not, I would think he could get it. I mean... She could be guilty uh, and facing charges of obstruction of justice because of her work on covering up the Trump Tower meeting. So Mueller likely has leverage to force mm-hmm. cooperation. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's why I put her on the plea deal mm-hmm. from the innocent witness. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, at Miami Nice, 57, asked if Mueller could use the fact that the NSA chief testified that... D- oh, can Mueller use the fact that the NSA chief testified that Donald Trump has not instructed them to deter or retaliate against Russia for continued attacks. I don't think so. I think not imposing sanctions and not doing anything about Russia, I don't I, it could be criminal negligence, but I don't I don't think it it's goes crime, toward any sort of a of a I don't think it goes toward obstruction. Unfortunately. You're not obstruction. You're not obstructing. You're not impeding. Right. You're just letting. But we might have new laws after this. Hopefully that Maybe. would make it so. At slash in me wants to know where in the world is Rudy Giuliani? <laughs> where Wait. in the world is Rudy Giuliani? I this name. <laughs> Who is Rudy Giuliani? Oh, no. He ran he, he was running for president in like 2008, yeah. I think. New York governor during 9-11, uh, law firm guy, just a just a just a dick. Um, Super tough on security. Okay. Yeah, he was the guy who did the stop and frisk stuff in New oh, York. Oh, so we don't need him anyways. <laughs> got it, got it. But well, yeah, where is he? Uh, yeah, question. no, I don't know. He's been missing. He's been MIA. Like Let's there hasn't been him. any stories on him. So yeah. wait, what what office does he hold right now? None. Okay, nice. But he did work at the law firm that Vanderswan worked at um, oh. during the whitewashing report of the Temeshenko jailing for uh, Yanukovych that Manafort and Gates put together where they had that 2013 meeting with uh, Rohrabacher and the That's three right. Europeans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My God, how did I just do that? Yeah, Dude, seriously. your brain's like an encyclopedia Rohrabacher, from that's the name I was trying to, yeah. Rohrabacher, yeah. there you go. Just uh, put you on display. I don't know just where he is. <laughs> I really don't. I'm, I'm interested now. So yeah, thanks for bringing him up. Where did where did he go? Yeah, because he, him, and like Rick Perry, I feel are kindred spirits, sort of. In, a, in like <laughs> they a, were on the dais running for president in 2016 against oh, Trump. Okay, okay. Uh, I think Rudy Giuliani was up there. I don't know. There were like 16 people. It's hard to remember. Uh, all I know is they all. Herman Kahn was there. None of them Herman believe King. in and <laughs> none of them believe in evolution. That's all I know. Uh, <laughs> Amanda Flieger says, quote, obsessed, binge listening these episodes and feeling so informed. Thank you. You're amazing, ladies. Frank Dembowski says, the most informative podcast that ever existed anywhere. Oh. I love these women. Oh, God. That's sweet. (laughs) Saifala Mehdi says, this page was meant for my heart. Oh, my goodness. Thank you. I love you. Holy shit. Well, this is so sweet. <laughs> well, we love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. I've been AG. I'm Julissa Johnson. I'm Jordan Coburn. And this is Muller She Wrote. Muller She Wrote is produced and engineered by AG with editing and mixing by Julissa Johnson. Our digital media director and subscriber manager is Jordan Coburn fact-checking and research by AG with support from Julissa Johnson and Jordan Coburn. Our web design and creative is by Joel Reeder with Moxie Design Studios, and our website is MullerSheWrote.com.
Season four of How We Win is here. For the past four years, we've been making history in critical elections all over the country. And last year, we made history again by expanding our majority in the Senate, beating election-denying Republicans in crucial state house races, and fighting back a non-existent red wave. But the MAGA Republicans who plotted and pardoned the attempted overthrow of our government now control the House, thanks to gerrymandered maps and repressive anti-voter laws. And the chaotic spectacle we've already seen shows us just how far they will go to seize power, dismantle our government, and take away our freedoms. So the official podcast of The Persistence is back with season four. There's so much more important work ahead of us to fight for equity, justice, and our very democracy itself. We'll take you behind the lines and inside the rooms where it happens with strategy and inspiration from progressive changemakers all over the country. And we'll dig deep into the weekly news that matters most and what you can do about it with messaging and communications expert, co-founder of Way to Win, and our new co-host, Jennifer Fernandez-Ancona. So join Steve and I every Wednesday for your weekly dose of inspiration, action, and hope. I'm Steve Pearson. And I'm Jennifer Fernandez-Ancona. And And this this is is How We Win. M.S.W. Media.